Let's redo that. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Paper Planes. My name is Paolo. And I'm so... That sounded so weird. I, I was going to like, mouth like, oh, I'm Christian. And you're like, and I'm soil. That sounded like an actual punchline with me just saying, and I'm soil. But no, it's legit just you and, and me. Yeah, it's just, it's just us me. two. So Corbin actually left the podcast. Uh, he's Fuck, dude. I'm going to have to name it why Corbin left the podcast. <laughs> Bro. You know what that reminds me of? The... Fair, the the episode two episodes ago when it was just you on the thumbnail i actually thought you were just gonna talk for one hour i was like oh i'm looking forward to this i click so fast and i just see christian make his cameo i'm like oh i got i got got you got dude i got i got baited you got duped you were just sitting on the table and i'm like oh shit what's following gonna pull out it's just him this time that's crazy and then christian christian shows up yeah he party uh, bomb he comes in to the frame did you see the next episode where we fucked up the out the the intro yeah where I, I was, was listening to it on audio, so so um, it didn't really affect me as much. But I did look at the YouTube video, and I saw it was just like the black screen with that logo on it. Yeah, because Christian forgot to hit record. Nah, that shit is funny because that's how it, that's usually the dynamic when we're not recording outside of like the podcast. That's literally just how it is. Did you did you re- press record? <laughs> and Christian just bursts out laughing because <laughs> we're both looking at the shit, and there's no like. There's no red. There's no, no red record. Button. Yeah, record symbol going. I'm like, we just did the intro. Did you did you record? And he's like, oh. <laughs> oh so yeah, this is flight number twenty seven of paper planes. We have a whiteboard over there that I haven't updated in a very long time. Oh, yeah. So it just says twenty five. In other news, Corbin has left the podcast. Yeah, Corbin actually left. Yeah. Or I don't know. Does does he feel like coming back next week? I don't know. Maybe, maybe if he feels like it, he didn't come today because he also you you prefaced that he had he was excited to tell his stories. Yeah, it's funny because we on the past past two episodes, me and Corbin weren't here because we were on a trip. We were on vacation with the family, and uh, I remember Corbin uh, on the way back home when we were driving back. Corbin was like, "Oh, this next episode is gonna be spicy." I'm like, oh, yeah, really? And he's like, yeah, I got a lot of stories to tell. And then, you know, fast forward today, he's not even here. He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not doing it. That motherfucker didn't come because he wanted to play Roblox. Yeah, he was playing Roblox with his boys. I bust, in, bust into his door or his room, open it, and I'm like, so we're recording today. And I just see him like shirtless, only pants on, crusty ass table, <laughs> Bo- boxers. Still, he turns around with like Cheeto dust on his face. He's yeah. like, huh? Oh no, I got shit to do. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's, like he's eating a gogurt. <laughs> split screen on one screen, he's got his Discord open with like ten different members. Oh my god! And then on the right screen, he's playing Roblox. He's got more Discord <laughs> members on his left screen than in our Discord. He's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing something important right now. It's uh, I'm busy. I'm pl- can't you see my Discord? It's he's, like an executive meeting. <laughs> he's it's just a bunch of like the profile pictures are just a bunch of memes. <laughs> yeah, and then and then like. Like a one video is on and they're just looking at the screen. <laughs> oh my god! And then on the right screen, he's like playing like gas station simulator on the Roblox or some shit. I don't even know what type uh, what type of stuff they do on Roblox, but there's every game on there. You know, yeah, Roblox is just its own universe at this point. I watch whenever um, when my nephew used to live with me, I would just walk into his room just to check check in with him, and he'd be playing some like some weird game, like. Every other time I would go in, it would be a lot of just Minecraft in Roblox. Like he's playing like Bed Wars or some shit mm-hmm. in Roblox. 
in then, Roblox. Yeah, you fucking <laughs> he's playing Bed Wars in Roblox, and I'm like, okay, cool. That was him like 50 percent of the time. The other 50 percent, he's like, oh yeah, this is a gas station simulator. Um, and he's like selling hot dogs as like the gas station attendant. I'm like, dude, what is this, <laughs> bro? That is so funny. He's like, I'm trying to make a profit. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's our RuneScape, or that's the, this generation's RuneScape back we, in our day. We also played Roblox, but it did not have the uh, we didn't have the, the sophistication of economics like that. I'm selling hot dogs, I'm trying to make <laughs> profit. I'm trying to make ends meet, or my my simulated boss is gonna fire me from yeah. my gas station yeah, the position. Other, other day, he was playing like a like Sword Art Online. Like, he, he oh had to God. clear the different levels, like, in the actual, like, yeah. anime. I think my brother played something similar, too. I'm like, this dude. Is crazy. This crazy. You can say you can say a lot of things and then add in Roblox to it, and it still makes sense. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm yeah. playing GTA V in Roblox. <laughs> I was playing Minecraft in GTA V, like, um, while, like, in RuneScape. <laughs> like, the computer is yeah, in <laughs> RuneScape, and I'm playing GTA V in Minecraft in it on Roblox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds about right. I'm like... You know what? I'll let you do that. You do that. Sounds about right. I'm watching five screens inside of five screens on his screen. <laughs> but yeah, oh. Roblox is uh, it's a different beast now. Congrats to Roblox. I guess there's like an actual ecosystem where like the people who make the games make, make bank. Like they oh, can yeah. make passive income off that shit. I mean, we we've made have... our own games. Yeah, that didn't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> now, I remember back in our day, whenever you visit a place on Roblox, you get tickets. And that was our currency because because we couldn't make or we couldn't get oh, Robux. Oh shit! It was tickets. Yeah, Robux was like that's the premium currency, but yeah. tickets was the free version. That Those you were like get. cents. Those yeah, were yeah. like, and then the Robux were like dollars. Yeah, literally. And then you get um, you get one ticket for each person that visit your world, and I just spam this shit on my world. Yeah, only you get like ten tickets because I got tired after a couple. Yeah, clicks. which is the equivalent to like a tenth of a Robux. Mm-hmm. so very we're really not that efficient but it's what we were working with yep 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 so yeah um what did you guys actually do on your trip um do you have any fond memories that you want to share <coughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> i asked you if you have any fond memories and you borderline like threw up <laughs> Well, I think that's a good, um, that's a pretty good sick. way to to preface it. Yeah, you got sick. You got uh, COVID. Nah, I don't think I got COVID. I think. What'd you get? Like gonorrhea? What? what? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, so for the first four days, so I left on Thursday, and then I, um, well, I I left for Vegas on Thursday, so I stayed in Vegas with my family for four days. Um, it wasn't like Vegas wasn't even um, like a vacation spot. It was more of a it was one of our destinations to go to before the actual vacation because my mom had like a business conference there. Oh, so it was just like a pit stop. Yeah, basically. So uh, we didn't do anything. I mean, and to begin with, like it's with my family and my family doesn't do stuff like that. So it's not like we could have really gone out and like, you know, just busted ass uh, at clubs and stuff, especially because. My brother's only fucking sixteen. He's not even of age. What? What? Did his, did his birthday already pass? Yeah, it was. His, it was yesterday. Actually. Oh fuck! I didn't say happy birthday. Yeah, fuck you, loser. <laughs> I mean, happy birthday. Happy birthday. To you. Yeah, he's uh, he just turned sixteen. But we stayed at a um, like a nice hotel, and we it was kind of just like staying. It was just like a staying in hotels can be fun. Yeah, uh, I downloaded. Um, do you remember Castle Crashers? 
Whoa, like the like that, the little like squire dude. Yeah, that, and you'd beat the shit out of yeah. those goblins, little zo- goblin mob. Yeah, like the faceless goblin things with like the anus face. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Really- <laughs> It's literally yeah, and then you would like beat the shit out of each other at the end to get the get the girl, the girl at the end. Yeah, so you could fuck the girl. I yeah, mean, I mean the PG version. Yeah, but yeah, I downloaded that, and then me and my brother just played while my mom was doing her conference. That's kind of fire. That's a good game. That's a good like mm-hmm. pass the time game. Yeah, it was uh, it was a um, nostalgia. It was a vibe. Yeah, for sure. I remember because I remember playing with my brother, and it reminded me of the times when we played at sleepovers back in like 2010. Damn, those are like, good times. Yeah. I'm like, wow, this is uh this is a hit right here. Uh only fifteen dollar game and it was it was really fun. But yeah, we did that for uh pretty much the entire of Vegas. And then um on the the last day my mom had like a part after conference party. It was just like a bunch of Filipinos that uh, that rented out this place. Um I Did thought, you find any any one of uh of of your caliber there? Not at the party, but it was just at a random restaurant. We oh, and she was married. <laughs> I I I had this specific. Um, the moment I saw her, I just blasted the group chat with Paul Christian <laughs> in it. I'm like, dog. I think I think Filipinos just number shot number one in my in my list with a far margin. I used to be like like Korean maybe, uh, and then Filipino was second. And then after I saw her, I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I'm finding a Filipina. <laughs> Mom, and I'm bad. that's married. <laughs> Yo! You're finding a married Filipina mom. Bro, she looked like she's 28, and she had her mans next to her, and the mans was just like jacked. Could you take him? And, oh. tat- and tatted to the T. Fuck. You dude could was, still take him. Maybe was, he's a bitch. And he was with, uh, they, it was with the, their family, oh, too. So damn. I think it was like some you kind of fucking... You could definitely take intro. their kids. <laughs> Shit. You know what? Maybe maybe I'm onto, so you're onto something. There. How many kids were there? You could definitely take them. Nah. It was uh, it was like a teen. Oh fuck! So it wasn't even well, the, probably like Corbin's daughter. Let him, let him fight Corbin. I, I trained Corbin like not too long ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We could have made this happen uh, if, this if we had you know the right game plan. Mm-hmm. But Filipinas, oh what, what what about it was like caught your attention? Was, was she just face? was she just like very well put together? Bro, she was just some mom. <laughs> Yo! Yo, Soyo, Yo! Soyo, you, got, Yo! you guys don't know this, but Soyo's into, like, mature women. Oh, my God. Like, women that look like they've got their shit together. Like, that's, Soyo, that's Soyo's thing. He, he, likes, he likes women, like, straight up. Yeah, straight like, up. They got a career. <laughs> like, Soyo, oh. Soyo likes woman, like a woman with a career. And, like, oh, I got my 401k, you know. I'm looking to settle down. Like, Soyo, Soyo loves, loves that shit. <laughs> Yeah, Soya likes older women, is what I'm trying to say. She was 28. She looked like she was married. She would look like she was like she could have been 28, but she was still Filipinas like to like to marry and like have kids young. So she could have been like she could have been you know 26 with a family. Who knows? Who knows? But after I saw him, like yeah, for sure, Filipinas. Filipinas. We can go back. We'll we'll get her for you. (laughs) Damn, take her from her man. From her break up her family. Shit, she gonna be a widow first. <laughs> oh, never, no. never mind, never mind, never mind. Oh shit. Nah, nah. We'll, we're we're not home wreckers out here. No. Soya just like likes um you know older women. I just uh, yeah, yeah. appreciate appreciate the from afar. Anyways, but yeah, Vegas. That's pretty much all that happened in Vegas. And then you went to uh, Chicago on like 
Sunday morning, something like that. And that's when I fucking got sick. Actually, no, like, it was one day. I stayed in Chicago for one day. Or, like, the first day, I was really nice. And I was feeling perfectly fine. But the next day is when I actually started getting sick. And then I was... Uh, I was, I really, I felt like I was going down with a sickness and that's when I was like, man, fuck, I'm going to be sick. I'm going to get my family sick because we're staying in this small hotel That's fire. and my fucking vacation is going to be ruined because I'm going to get everyone sick. That's fire. <laughs> and yeah, I got why, sick. Why do you got to cough like that? <laughs> it makes it funny. <laughs> it has so much passion in it. Uh, Yeah. <clears throat> First impressions though of Chicago when I went there, because I was in the rural area first, not the downtown. Uh, I was like, oh, an hour away from downtown area. It was just so green. Like, it's so weird because I lived in Arizona for pretty much my entire life. Yeah, we just get sand tones. And dirt. there was all shades of green. The only and there green. Was forests and trees and grassland everywhere. It felt like I was playing minecraft survival <laughs> Yo. because i was just straight up in the rural rural area and it was very nice weather it was so nice and warm uh 78 degrees on like a blazing day compared to like 100. we don't even reach that over here anymore it's like our low is like 93 <laughs> bro it's it was really crazy to think that it was a 40 degree difference from here <sighs> to chicago that's crazy it was like 78 degrees i'm so jealous in like at like 12 1 in the middle of the day over there and then in meanwhile in arizona it's like 40 degrees over 118 degrees oh my gosh it was so nice though the weather was really nice um yeah that was my first impressions and then the next day i got sick i started with a fever and then uh i got a headache and body aches and I was like, no, fuck, no, this is not happening right now. My mom, my parents were like, you got, you want to go, um, you want to, you want to go outside and just walk around and enjoy the nature. I'm like, uh, no, no I'm, I'm kind of tired right now. I want to take a little bit of rest because I didn't really sleep last night. So you, you, you kept it a secret. Yeah, I tried to for the first couple uh, hours. So my parents go on a walk. I'm just laying in the couch. I'm like, okay. I'm going to close my eyes, go to sleep, and then when I wake up, I'll feel, I'll feel better. better. I wake up like a couple like hours shit. later. Dude, I feel worse. <laughs> I felt worse. I'm like, fuck, no, this is not happening right now. Uh, my parents come back, and they're like, uh, they see me. I'm just like laid out on the couch, and they're like, you don't look so good. And I'm like, no. I'm, I'm hungover. <laughs> I'm just tired. I'm just tired. And then my parents are telling me to go... Um, Go get pick us food pick us up food because we rented a car and I was like supposed to drive there, and then I was that's when I was like I literally can't rent us I gotta I gotta break the news I'm like yeah actually uh, I'm feeling sick I'm not feeling good I have a fever right now and they just started throwing hands immediately they're like what the f-? no I was I that's when I felt so bad because they also they sounded devastated they're like oh man damn uh, you ruined it. <laughs> You ruined the fun. They're like, oh, no. In in like um, Bisaya because they're not really English speaking that much. But that's what they were like. They were bummed out and then they were worried. They told me, like they blasted me with supplements. They're like, all right, take all these pills, swallow them. You said blast? I thought they just threw that shit at your face. (laughs) Like a Pokeball just at your head. (laughs) Uh, And I I, I got sick for... 
Um, a week. Four days. And my... What the fuck is up with your immune system? I don't know what it was, You man. know why you got sick? I don't know, to be honest. I'm thinking about it. You like any, like, doorknobs or, like, any, like, you know, you dap up any homeless people? Damn, maybe it was a doorknob I, 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 I sucked off in Vegas. <laughs> why do you have to say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Um, Just fucking... Maybe... Maybe, like, because uh, at some point in Vegas, uh, I was just, like, you know, chilling in the in the hotel. And maybe I was, I, I got too co- comfortable and I started scratching my ears or something. Maybe my hands weren't clean, so I was just, like, digging, scratching my ears. Maybe that's what got me sick. I don't know. What the fuck? Can you it's get very sick specific- by that? I don't know. That's, what, that's one of the things that I feel like would have happened because otherwise I didn't, like, I didn't finger, I didn't, like. Uh, you went through a subway and then you were you forgot your toothbrush. So when you're like, oh, I gotta brush somehow. So you did the finger toothbrush and you just started brushing your teeth with your <laughs> yeah. your crusty subway fingers. Ah oh, hell yeah! Nah, that's like I I'm, I was really thinking about that throughout the entire time I was sick and I was like, how did I get sick? And I don't know. I really don't know. But I got my dad sick after. That's fire. And then I got my mom sick. That's double like, fire. Two days after, and then. Um, my brother was, um, immune. Nah, he was, he was, uh, he was also doing like a religious conference retreat thing. That's why, that's part of the reason why we went to Chicago. So he wasn't even there at the hotel. Uh, he was doing his own thing. That's why he said he has a lot of stories to tell that I don't know about. Um, but it was just me, my, my, my mom and my dad at the hotel for the first half of the vacation because my sister was going to join later. But um by the time my sister got to chicago which was like on a wednesday we were there for like three days everyone was sick me my mom my and my dad were just the whole sick. gang was sick coffin that's that's kind of cool, uh though. headaches fever um we were just so we just stayed for just the four days we just pretty much stayed at the hotel because we we, we were just sick my uh my sister didn't get sick thankfully and my brother didn't either but <laughs> i just remember i was i was just lying on the couch and i was like i think i just fucked up our vacation for us damn and i'm like yeah this is also gonna be this is like the last vacation we're gonna have until uh my parents before my parents and my brother go back to the philippines and then i kind of just <laughs> i just whiffed it i just fucked up i just was your only your dad and your mom sick yeah yeah dang so you guys were just laying on the floor in like a triangle formation just <laughs> being sick with each other yeah. just Sniffling, looking at the ceiling. Yep, we got we got sick. (laughs) Dude, you turned away just to cough. (laughs) I I, I mistimed that. I mistimed. (laughs) I fucked up. I mistimed it. Are you still contagious? No, I think it's just the remnants. I'm chilling now. Hopefully, uh, but okay. Yeah, I'm just. It's just sad to think about, but it's whatever. When, what, what what happens happens but uh on friday um basically fridays no 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 yeah friday saturday sunday were just the days we were all feeling better and that's when we uh tore it up in the town downtown my parents actually only started feeling better on sunday so they only got to tour downtown for one day me and my brother and sister walked around downtown on Saturday and Friday, I think. Friday and Saturday. You guys fight anyone? Oh yeah. No 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 no. But there oh. was this one event that happened. Um 
uh, on Sunday, we were taking the subway to downtown and um, clear, well, this, there's, literally, there's literally signs inside the subway that says no smoking, right? There's like a sign, no smoking sign, uh, like the cigarette, and then there's a circle that, that crosses it out. So clearly you're not supposed to be smoking, but this dude comes up uh, to our side of the, of like the, the subway, like literally we are sitting down and he's just standing up next to us and he's got his whole sig uh just puffing about and it's just like making that it's like hot boxing the entire subway it's just all smoky in there and um it smelled horrible for, to, for starters but it was also getting in everyone's face my my sister and my brother or not my brother my my dad were the closest to it and oh closest to him and they were wafting the smoke away because it was getting into their face and they didn't want to inhale that and then the dude saw and he started throwing a fit. He started yelling at my sister and my my dad. My par- uh, my sister and my dad were kind of just ignoring him, just like uh, facing forward, not even like, trying to acknowledge him. But he was yelling at him, at them and he like threw his cigarette down onto the subway floor and started stomping as loud as he could. He was like cursing them out. Hey, they got him to stop smoking. Nice. Yeah, but um, me, my, me and my brother were like opposite my my sister and my my dad so we were just like facing each other and i remember my i just get like a text notification on my phone and my uh my brother i just read the message it's my brother my brother is just like i'm ready to throw hands my adrenaline is rushing like yo (laughs) did you look at him he was just (laughs) yeah he's just like blank face no reaction he's on the on the on on his uh on my phone i just see that he's like my adrenaline is pumping i'm I'm ready if he lays a sing if he touches a single hair on my dad's arm i'm ready to blast bro he should have swung and then asked questions later (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i was just like oh my gosh corbin what the fuck i trained and then i trained you guys for this moment yeah and then that that's when i was like oh shit okay I my brain started thinking of ways I could <laughs> I could knock him out in the most efficient way possible. I was like, okay, so if I pull out my belt, there's like this metal strap on it, I could whip the fuck out of his head, give him crazy whiplash. I have my phone here, I could use it like a brick and then just like bash his head in. Um he was next to the wall and there was like um or like the wall of the subway uh of the inside of the subway and it was like uh he had no space so i could literally just spartan kick him into the wall and start just mashing on him and yeah i was just thinking of all these scenarios uh to just because but from the outside you guys just yeah uh it was funny because um my my brothers uh me and my sister and my brother have like a group chat where we we say things that's exclusive to or that's not that doesn't include my parents for the siblings yeah just for the siblings and my brother texts the same things like i'm ready to throw hands with and my sister was was saying like oh she was about to say something to him until he started throwing a fit and that's when she got scared and my brother's like don't worry you got your two brothers and and your dad next to you and he has like he does the okay emoji i'm like this fucking dude but he got two boxing sessions in with uh yeah. with Paulo, and he thinks he's on top of the world now <laughs> i showed him his one two and he thinks he can throw hands with anyone yeah he's like, he's like my adrenaline's pumping i'm ready I, I, am, I can do this you're looking at his arms like his his vascularity is just like crazy <laughs> Holy shit. but he's just standing there just normal yeah that was like the um um that was pretty much like the only crazy thing that happened but 
I asked my sister if this is like a pretty standard occurrence. He's like, well, it's not uncommon. It's not rare. So I was like, yo, low-key living in the city kind of sucks ass. I don't know about this. If you if you didn't grow up in it, it definitely it's like it's not it's not great. It's it's really only like people who grew up in like the city, then they're like they're just used to all of them. They're just desensitized to it. But for for like us who like we grew up in like a different area. Yeah. Not not as like crowded or populated. We're used to like keeping to our own. Mm-hmm. Like we don't really say anything to strangers and stuff like that. It's it's a different vibe out there. Yeah, no, that's uh i just started thinking about it i'm like you know what living in the city i don't know if this is something we gotta live on the countryside bro we gotta low-key i think i realized that i'm very much a person that would doesn't want to be in an area with lots of people in it i if i i i hate con um very concentrated crowds when i was walking around downtown you went to the tourist areas and it was just a bunch of people like i fucking hate this i'm on the same page bro i hate it when when like gyms are crowded or like anywhere is crowded and I'm going to it and I see a fuck ton of people. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? I, I get, I got mad. I got annoyed. And it was just, I felt so, this is just a clean freak in me, like the germaphobe, but I felt so unsanitary, dude. There's so many people. And I was just like, when I was seeing the subway and it was hella packed, I'm like, I gotta take a shower when I get home. I've never been in a subway where I felt like clean. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's always like, this just feels like, like public dirt. <laughs> you literally this is all and i was like am i a fucking snob for thinking this i'm like this is how every like majority of people in downtown who live in the city in the downtown area that's like their regular commute and i'm like bro i can't do this i'm this feels unsanitary but doing this every single day to get to work or to get to anywhere i have to like be in this contamination zone dude and i hate i hate like things that are just inconvenient like every day like even even like a commute that's annoying like i i just i don't know some people you know you got to do what you got to do but if i had it my way i would just you know i'd have a very simple life a very yeah. very simple like you know people aren't in your way you get to do what you need to do you get to you get to you know move on yeah that's that's like one of the things i learned about myself at in this trip is like i'm very much a person who does i guess very introverted to the core where you like I'm, your space yeah I like my space. I don't like being around so many people. The thing, uh, if I'm in a like in a downtown area, what um, the moment I was outside the tourist area and it was just like a bunch of buildings, architecture, and there was like barely any people there. I was like, oh yeah, now oh, this, this is, is nice. Now, this is a nice view. And then this is I, I can walk around without people being next to me. It felt nice, and that's when I was like, yeah, I really I I'm a person who definitely likes living a more secluded life for sure. Uh, city life not for me crowded areas not for me all this high concentration just living downtown not for the people there were also like awesome it's definitely uh definitely interesting i'm like yeah you definitely need to be hardened to be able to survive in the city everyone there was kind of just like uh it's like hard it's It's a little bit rude yeah it's like you have to be that way yeah very aggressive assertive straight to the point that kind of stuff Mm mm-hmm not very someone's handing out their mixtapes it's like oh you want to listen uh, no i'm good and he's like god bless and uh, that's you gotta be you gotta stiff arm him a little bit yeah you have to be firm you gotta be you gotta stand up for yourself yeah and i'm like yeah this is this is definitely a different uh environment environment from what i've grown up with especially being soft as fuck i'm like oh, i gotta harden if i were to live here which 
I don't know. I don't. I'm not interested. In. I can. I can be like that. Um, but not for like. I wouldn't prefer it. Like if I'm on a trip and I understand the culture and like how you have to be to get around. Like I'll. I'll do that. Like I'll be. I'll be more like aggressive or assertive. But that's not how like I am by default. It's kind of like a learned thing. You know. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Well, I mean, that's that's pretty much all from my side of the story. We I walked downtown, explored. Um, my brother had a more eventful uh, experience going there that we could have listened to. You know, yeah, if he we, showed up. If he didn't, wasn't playing Roblox with the, his boys, yeah. playing Gas Station Simulator, Gas whatever. Station Minecraft Simulator, Bedwars dot com, mm-hmm. War Warframe. But it was uh, regardless of the fact that I got sick and like um, I didn't really do as much. I still had a uh, I still had a blast, especially because I was just uh, the main reason why I, why I enjoy trips is like eighty percent of it is just because I'm spending time with the people that I care about. So uh, even like even though I was sick, I was still spending time with my family, and it was like a different environment. So it was really it was fun, and it was a uh, um, it was a good experience and something that I will keep fun. One of the things though I hate about vacations is that. It's because it was so long. I had to, the moment I got back home, I started to like, you know, uh, set up again for work and like back to my habits. It was such a drag. And it's like, I, I hate the, I hate long vacations in, the, in that sense because I have to get back to my, uh, get my momentum rolling again. Yeah. You have to reacclimate. Yeah. Because I remember before vacation, I was like, uh, works, works, tolerable. I'll just do what, what I need to do. And then the moment I come back, I'm like, Oh, I don't want to go drag. back. And I'm like, I have to do my shit. I have to go back to the gym. I have to start being more productive with my stuff. Yeah, I have to get back to lifestyle. Yeah. And, and that's, it sucks. Yeah, that's why I'm like, you know what? Short vacations are probably a lot, a lot better for me because at least it's easier to acclimate. And I'm, uh, I actually like a more structured lifestyle where I'm just like, I know what to expect and I just do everything uh, to like, in a very semi-routine and structured way, Same. because I like, um, I'm able to just um, it's be less, accustomed to like. I don't know how to describe it. Like it's less like um, mentally taxing because you know what to I, expect. Like, yeah. So so there's like a degree of peace that you have, like knowing like you have a routine. Yeah, um, and just like I not having to fight the the urge to not to to fall back on laziness or like you know um not having that high activation threshold of getting back to my routine and getting momentum started again so routine is definitely something i'm uh i've learned that i'm really into vacations long especially long vacations they're cool but at the same time i'm not for me i remember i was also like when i got back home i actually Felt relieved again. I'm like, oh, it's nice to be back. Even though it's fucking hot as hell out here. I just being back in my my uh, regular accustomed space, I'm just, it felt nice again. So, yeah. Vacation's cool. Just not long ones. Because it sucks getting back into things. Yeah, the, you lose you lose your momentum that you had going. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm, I'm slowly building it up again. Ah, fuck. <coughs> back. And you're sick as fuck. Yeah, are you I'm, are I'm recovering you, from my sickness? Are you still going back to work even though you're sick? Oh yeah, um, I'm like I'm I'm only like coughing a little bit. It's like, just like it's a clearing out the last remnants of like uh, it's like a sickness. residual cough. Yeah, I'm I'm not like 
I don't got body aches or anything like that. So I'm in per I'm in fine condition to go back to work. Yeah, I, I definitely I agree with you when it comes to like I I like my own space and I like having a routine. I like a degree of like predictability and like structure mm-hmm. because I get a lot done when I have my habits stacked on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Like I wake up, I have my routine and then I I have my routine in place where it is so I can prepare for the next thing that I'm doing, which is like, you know, go to the gym, go train, go do all those things. And then for the rest of the day, I don't have to worry about like, you know, all the things that I should be like, I should have done mm-hmm. like, Oh, I should have, you know, ate my, you know, vitamins or I should have trained today or I should have like stretched or like went on a walk. And I'm like, I took care of all that. And it just, the rest of the day is just like peace or I, I, I have the space to do the things for more spontaneity. Mm-hmm. And I also, you know, also have that space to do the things that I need to do. And yeah, I like having that option. It, I only have that option. I, I'm very like blessed in how uh, like my life uh, is able to be blessed. And it's also like I put in a lot of work for it to be this way. Mm-hmm. I, I did just get laid off, basically. Yeah, I remember hearing about that in the fucking podcast episode. So, um, yeah, I got I got owned by um, my, my one of my highest paying clients. But it, it did force me to, to go out of my comfort zone and try to start you know, something new or to, to really explore my other options. Mm -hmm. And I think I got a lot of good things going on for me. I, I made a bunch of, uh, clips and stuff, you know, showed my videography skills. Mm -hmm. And I do have someone that I I talked to today. That's like, I want you to, to film my workouts. You know, we can work something out where, um, you know, I could pay you for your work Mm -hmm. and, you know, I want you to be a part of my, part of my journey. So, I've got a little bit um I got a little bit going for me. It's not like where I was before, like in terms of like how much I'm getting paid. It did really fuck me over though because my whole kind of I have a lot of businesses and a lot of projects going on right now. Yeah. Because I'm young and I can make mistakes and so I'm trying to learn a lot while I'm young and it did really like I I, I learned a lesson in how fragile things can be. And how you really need to diversify, like your your streams of income, or else you're just gonna get like, if you build your foundation on this thing, and then that it comes toppling down. Yeah, you you, you get do. rug pulled. Everything falls apart, and yeah. it, it it's gotten to the point where maybe I might not be able to go to Seattle just because like I'm that strapped for like wow for finances. Wow. If I really want this, if I don't want my whole infrastructure to collapse, and so I, I'm trying to work on uh I'm trying to work that out. See, I, I want to see where I'm at. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I I do have uh, some some opportunities opening up. If you checked, uh, if you guys are updated with Damage Apparel, I got a couple of a uh, couple of people that um, at, at our local gym that were like, "Oh, those shorts are sick," and they they're just oh, repping nice. the shorts. And so I got I got you know Damage Apparel shorts and stuff in the description. Not not unnecessary plug, but I'm just gonna plug it. I did uh I did try jujitsu again um not too long like this week on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It was because I usually train boxing and I had to go pick up my nephew and then drop him off to my sister's house, which is like an hour long an hour and a half long thing for me to do. So I missed boxing 
And so I'm like, oh, I need to do some form of training. So I went back and I did, I tried jujitsu and I got beat up, but I didn't get as beat up as the first time. Same, I, I just, I was rolling with the same guy, same, same night. dude that made you white out. Yeah. He was still like nice guy. He's, he, he helped me out. He, he's really informative, but he's a fucking monster. <laughs> he's like, he's one of those, he's like, just, you really don't know how strong someone is until they get like a hold of you. And he's like oh a very, gosh. like, like average kind of build. Like, I want to say like, he's obviously athletic, but he's not like yoked or anything, but he's strong as fuck. And he, he fucking, he beat the fuck out of me, (laughs) but not as much as the first time. (laughs) You didn't white, you didn't see white flashing lights again. I even threw up one submission that, and he, uh, obviously he fucking pile drive me back like into the mat, but I did throw up one submission, but yeah, after that it was, it was cool. Today I did, um, 10 rounds of sparring. Boxing? Yeah. Holy fuck, dude! Your stamina is insane. I will let me let me get to a, what happened first. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot of rounds. It wasn't um, like every like f- like five rounds we would get like a like a long break. But I was I was doing well. You know, all the people that were there, they weren't like there. Oh, some of them were like newer. Some of them were like more experienced. But I was I was holding my own. I I had like some success with like my own thing with each person. Like we're not we're not we're just training. We're not trying to kill each other. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like hard sparring. But at the end of it, um, my both of my calves. It started off like we started the round like halfway through the round. My left calf just starts cramping crazy. Ooh. Like I looked down at it and it was like completely like indented into my yeah. leg, and it was doing that violin shit. <laughs> yeah. Alien strings. Yeah, like the alien, like the violin, like the string. <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> Jesus, <coughs> I fucking choked on my saliva. Oh, oh shit! Get your wawa. I, dro- I ran out of wawa. What the fuck? Ow. I have Wawa up here. Oh, really? <gasps> yeah. I well, brought my own water because I, because usually you don't have any. Yeah, I left it not in the fridge just for you. But yeah, I, so my left calf gave the fuck out, and I fell down, and I just started writhing, writhing in pain. So your opponent was just like standing there, just like what the fuck. My my opponent, what my my partner, his name was uh, his name was Chris. He's like big dude big like he's one of those like just big like friendly dudes and he's like dude are you okay and he started like hitting my leg with like oh like, ah, ah, it was ah, like it was like it felt bad but it felt good at the same time ah, i was like oh, just don't stop stop stopping <laughs> it was one of those and you know i i was i felt so defeated because i was like my mind wants to keep going but my body keeps like giving out so i just i know you know i man up i i get up I'm like, let's finish this round. And I, you know, I, I'm trying not to move, but that's just like my style. I, I stay pretty like light on my feet. So I'm like, I start moving back and forth. And then next thing you know, right before the, the round ends, my other calf fucking oh. gives out. And so I fall down the same thing and I'm looking at it and it's even worse on the right leg Dude, with, the oh. a, with the indent oh. Oh and the God. alien shit. And I'm just grabbing it and I'm just like in so much pain and... I'm like, okay, I'm I'm good, I'm good. 
And then I, I, after like a couple seconds, I get up. I'm like, I want to finish the round. And, you know, we finish up and I just can't, I'm, I can't move my legs. So I'm just moving my head Dude, <laughs> and I'm blocking. What the hell? And then I was like, okay, we're good. We finished the round. And I started like, I started, I drank a fuck ton of water because I was like, maybe I'm dehydrated. And then we had one more round left. Oh, Lord. And I'm like, I could, I could sit this out and be a bitch or I can finish strong. And, you know, I got, I got a little bit of an ego and I'm like, I, I'm really like, I really want to finish strong because my mind, I can keep going because I'm like, I can, I can still fight. And so I, I do this last round. There's this other guy that comes in because we're just alternating between partners. And he, uh, we start going and I, I'm really, really slow with my movement <laughs> just because I'm like, I could feel it start to like reactivate if I move quick enough. So it got to the point where like I, I was just like slowly marching back and I was just moving my head a lot and I was just blocking with my hands. It taught it taught me how to like it it was really uncomfortable because that's not my style. Mm-hmm. But I realized like oh I have those skills if I need it. So it, it felt like good in a way that I knew that I could still I could still defend without my feet. Mm-hmm. And then just like I took one misstep. And this, and it reactivated my right calf ah. again, and it hurt the most the last time, because I don't know, because my body's telling me like stop, stop moving on this, and I'm like fuck you, I'm gonna keep going, and it like when I say that it was like inside, if I felt like you could poke my bone, dude, what the hell? I've never, I've never heard of anything like this. It's dude. because the day before I had gone on a run, and I hadn't, I don't like run like that, but on this run I pushed myself obviously because I'm I'm stupid. And I was, I, I did like, you know, I did a decently, uh, a decent amount of running the day before. And then, yeah, that, that probably contributed towards it. So I'm out for like a good, like 40, 40 seconds, not 40 minutes, 40, 40 seconds of the round. And I feel bad because my sparring partner, he's like, he's just standing there. He's, he's, he's just like, I don't know what to do. He starts hitting the bag and I'm like, fuck, I, I, like I can keep going in my head. I'm like, I still have enough like in the tank for me to keep going. So I'm like, fuck it. If I'm not going to, I'm just going to stand here and I'm just going to throw. And so I just, I stand up and I'm like, let's finish this round. And he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I'll be right here. And then we start just, we just start fighting in this phone booth and I'm, I'm just, I'm not moving my legs at all. And I'm just standing and I'm just throwing, I'm throwing to the body. I, I got a lot of good body shots in, um, in in that like sparring session so i'm just standing here i'm just i'm like fuck it i'll take i'll take it and i'll i'll throw throw some in return and God the damn. last 10 he yells out 10 seconds and i just let the hands go and i just start throwing with like all the volume like as much volume as possible to the point where the guy's like looking at the time wow look at that. He, he's like checking the time like, what, what, what am i done with this motherfucker he's crazy Jeez. and it wasn't it was like a it was, I just felt kind of like defeated because I, my mind wanted to keep going, but my body gave out and it was, it was like a disappointing feeling for me just cause I, I was like, I know I have more, I had more to give, but yeah, that, that was, that was my 10 round sparring experience. So you look at, I'm just thinking about that. And I remember when I was, um, back in Chicago, we went to this area where there's a bunch of steps. I took like. The moment I got to the top, I was gassed the fuck out. And I'm like, I'm so fucking out of shape, dog. And then you're over here sparring 10 rounds. 
Bro, I was oh, I was man. gassed the fuck out at some points, but I know how to make it look like I'm not. <laughs> I was just thinking about like the steps I took. Like, damn, I'm like I can't believe I'm in the state right now. I was I was gassed the fuck out. My legs were burning. Like, damn, it's only steps, bro. It's only it's only a couple of stairs. Was Corbin struggling too? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me and Corbin were struggling as a unit. You guys are out of shape. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so that's so sad. We gotta we gotta hit the we gotta hit up some some cardio some cardio workouts. Oh lord, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was um that was that was my week. Uh, we have a a couple of of Q and A questions that we can go through. We might not be able to get through all of them. Um, Nate is cool. Says, would you rather be significant or successful? This was a question from my church camp this week that I really liked. Shout out, shout out, Nate is cool. Shout oh. out, church camp. You're cool, Nate. You are cool indeed. And significant or successful? Mm. Um, you, you could argue that successful could be significant. Yeah, I guess it depends on your definition of being successful. I think for my case, uh, I'd rather be successful than significant because my definition of success is, uh, I'd say it's different from being significant because I don't, because when I think being significant. I think that you're someone that's important to uh, society in a way that you're very, um, you're very underappreciated. I was going to say like foundational to like, like some part of society's improvement. Like you invented the AC or some shit. I guess. Or also like, you know, just like have a big influence on society's all like andrew tate significant you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. or like a person who invented the sidewalk significant that's why i think <coughs> about when when someone says you're significant because you know like everyone's significant to somebody if you're like have good relationships so yeah um but like in a more grand term where you're like you're just part of you you essentially left your mark on human history i don't really care to do that um I care about being significant to people that I care about, but like to the society as a whole, I mean, I'm like, I'm a recluse to begin with. So I don't really care about other people to that extent, which kind of sounds fucked, but it's also kind of like kind of a fact. So I'd say I want to be more successful because my definition of success is, you know, living a meaningful life with the people I care about, making lots of memories, um, having a life where i'm not struggling to survive you know just enrichment you know the there's the hierarchy of maslow's hierarchy of needs i just want to get to the top which like self-actualize live my life to the fullest live meaningful uh living a meaningful experience to me so which i'd say is different from you know being significant and leaving your mark in history yeah yeah i i can i can see how you would feel that way i i kind of feel similarly in how successful i feel like is is a much more appealing thing to me because being significant i i used to be the person to be like oh it doesn't matter if i'm happy or if i'm fulfilled if i have like i'm like if i do things that are meaningful like that's that's all that matters i was like oh it's about all about legacy it's all about like having your name in the history books for some reason and i i I reflected on that a lot and i'm like that actually just doesn't mean anything if you really think about it because all the people in the history books do we actually like give a shit about them like if you think about like the things that really affect your life um like actually like maybe this is like a myopic view of it but i don't know uh, whenever i read like oh someone did this really cool thing like 10 like a 
200 years ago i'm like that's cool but that doesn't apply to my life at all yeah it's and like this whole illusion of like legacy like imagine people are like oh you need to make sure your kids kids uh, are are rich and i think about like all the all the people like all the kids that grew up rich and how like how empty like their life is because Mm -hmm. they were given everything yeah i'm like to a degree i would want my kid to not be like not grow up rich you know Mm mm-hmm because they're going to grow up like with the absence of so many great qualities that they would have developed if I didn't give them, you know, if I if I had give them given them some sort of adversity to go through. Yeah. And so I feel like the the thought of like legacy is to a degree. I mean, it, it could inspire people. Like I see like a lot of athletes that inspire like other people, but that's a uh, in the grand scheme of things. Like if you zoom out, like way 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 out, like humans are very small part of of the world even like mm-hmm. the the lifespan of earth if you look at geological like the geologic time scale or whatever mm-hmm. um i don't know if i'm saying that right but you know the humans are a lot smaller um smaller of a piece of the world than we think that, like we are mm-hmm. and so i think we should spend our lives just doing things that are meaningful to us we don't we don't need to be um we don't need to be the person that uh leads the world into like this new this new thing because that's probably not going to be most of us Mm -hmm. and uh, most of us aren't really equipped to to do like such a grand thing and stuff like that i i've learned to i've learned to really disengage from that kind of i want to save the world you know be be the greatest at the world at this one thing I, I've learned that that's a largely an illusion. Mm-hmm. That's largely like a dream that people give other people um, in order to like profit off of them. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I, I'd rather go like successful in my own way. Yeah. And I, it actually reminded me of something earlier when you were talking about spending time with like your family and going on trips and stuff. Like that. That's really like what life is about. Is just spending. It's like experiencing life with people that you care about. Mm-hmm. That's really. That's really what only matters is spending time with people and experiencing life with people that mean a lot to you and that you like being around mm-hmm. and that you're close to. And I, I, I really think that it's really that simple. Yeah. You just have to find that means to, to get there, to, to find those people that are interested in the things that you like or, you know, the means to, to travel and, and do things, have the money to do things with those people. So that, that's, that's where I'm at with that. Yeah. I think one of the things um, you were talking about with how athletes, um, they inspire others through their legacy. I think um, one of the things that's ironic about it is the fact that they're not for I, I'm not like trying to speak for all athletes, obviously, but like I'd argue that many of them, they're not searching for they're not trying to create a legacy. It's the legacy is created as a byproduct of them just trying doing their thing, mm-hmm. you know, trying to be the very best, trying to live their uh, meaning of success and being uh, living a meaningful life to them. And that's one of the things that I think um, society, just like people in general, kind of fail to see is that they see all these things that people do and they... Um, they see it from the outside. So they try to replicate that in hopes that that's going to make them uh, happy or like make them 
fulfilled with and have a meaningful life, but they don't realize that the things people do are a product of the the inner workings of the mind, what's mm. actually going on from the inside. So when people like, let's say someone is like, oh, I'm going to, I want to be disciplined. I see this dude, he's going to gym all the time. He's probably disciplined. He's like, okay, I'll go to the gym because that's what makes me dip- disciplined. That's usually the pitfall people fall into. It's that they think that replicating behavior that someone else does will make them disciplined where in the where it's actually the other way around, where it's because someone's disciplined that they are going to the gym consistently. And that's one of the things I think people should uh, really be more introspective about. It's not that you should replicate other people's behavior, but understand the, the reasons why people are making those decisions. And when someone, when you're able to understand your own like reasons for making a decision, that's how you become uh you you live a life that is actually meaningful to you that's making you feel successful um and that's when you realize that outside things like legacy those things they're not necessarily they might not actually matter to you because maybe you you'll realize that from deep within you know this is that there's something else that's more important than that mm, yeah it was, so, just a, it was an interesting uh it was kind of th- something i realized when you were just talking about yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's like um they the behaviors don't create the why. The why creates the behaviors. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, you gotta people try to try to replicate rather than like reverse engineer like what someone's doing and mm-hmm. they kind of they sometimes will miss the mark when they do that. Yeah. Because they're kind of just emulating what they're doing, not like they're not proceeding they're not chasing the same goal as them per se. Yeah, because there's a lot of people out there that are like, I'm doing all these things that other people are doing, why am I still not happy? And it's like, well, maybe it's because you're not actually, you're just replicating the behavior, not actually doing these things from within yourself. So, you know, mental health crisis. There's <laughs> um, think about. there's something like a, a thought that I had that's adjacent to this kind of topic where it's like some people, so a lot of people uh, have this like perception that if something is like rare, that means that it's valuable. And that's not necessarily the case. You know how like, Oh, this person, uh, like, let's say you see like a Lamborghini and you're like, Oh, I'm going to work my life so I can get this Lamborghini. I've only seen like one of these. You never see these out in the, in the streets like that. And then you get it and you realize, Oh, this wasn't valuable to me. Like, I don't actually like this. This is just like a really uncommon thing. Like mm-hmm. it's a really rare thing, but I don't actually get that much like contentment out of this. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you see like a, like a really attractive person and you're like, I'm going to date them. And then you do it and you're like, I don't actually like this person. It's just like, it's just like a rarity. Like mm-hmm. this is just an uncommon thing, but it doesn't actually have like hold valuable value to me um, specifically. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people mistake like rarity for like value. Yeah, actually, it's funny you say that because I actually heard this from a podcast that was quoted Joe Rogan's a podcast, right? Oh, shit. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Um, I think that's. I think he said that's where it originated from, where Joe Rogan was talking about the concept that uh, things that are worthwhile are hard to achieve, but not all things that are hard to achieve are worthwhile. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's what that remind me of, because there's a lot of things out there that's like really hard to get, but not necessarily worthwhile um, for your case. Like for the individual person's case, like like the with the Lamborghini example, that's hard to get because it's hard to 
it's like not very common. It's hard. It's just really expensive. So you need to have a lot of money. And usually to get that much money, it's really difficult to do. But once you get it, maybe you'll realize it's not really that important to you. Um, and that's why um, I think that's what he was trying to get at was that there are things out there that are really hard to achieve, but they're not necessarily worthwhile. But the things that are worthwhile, like, you know, having a good relationship, having a loving family, a good job that fulfills you, those things are def- are like really hard to achieve, but they're also worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to uh, Joe Rogan if you want to. <laughs> yeah, if you want to interview, <laughs> if you want to get on the podcast, bro. bro who the fuck? <laughs> That's so rude. Yeah. That's so rude. Yeah, if you want to shout, <laughs> like Joe Rogan would even look in our direction. Oh my god, yo, you guys! Someone asked Joe Rogan, hey, "Have you guys heard of paper planes, or have you heard of paper planes?" Who like, the I literally, fuck, dude? They're I literally don't give a fuck. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny! Uh, shout out, shout out, Joe Rogan! Oh, shout yeah. out, Joe Rogan listeners! Um, you know the, I heard a, uh, you know, I listened to his, his, a couple of his podcasts. Are pretty he's good. He's on to something good. <laughs> yeah. he, he could, I feel so. I feel so shitty saying that. Yeah. Oh my god! I, I I know that he's like I'm. We're so far out of like even his comprehension that we're not even worth like that's even so thinking funny. about. That is so funny. Yeah. All right, so um, next one we got Rust. Would you rather be? Oh shit! Would you rather be rich and successful with no friends or family, or be under successful with all friends and family you need? Would you? Oh yeah, well, yeah. We'll we'll do that one. Mm-hmm. So be rich, um, with no friends, or be I don't know making thirty k a year with friends and family. I think we already answered this kind of question. Yeah. Um, we'd we'd roll with a we'd roll with our homies because that's that's all all that really matters definitely because when you get money and you get friends afterwards you like you don't really know if they're like if they like you for you if they or if they like you for your money yeah i want to have that uh strong loyalty is established as a base already yeah i like i like that's why i like being friends like we're all we're all going through it right now we're not we haven't made it we haven't really made a name for ourselves yet and in our in our own ways so that's how we, we know it's real we know our yeah. our we're, we're boys because we're all broke together one of the things i remember i was uh it was like a couple ep- not not a couple it was a lot of episodes ago um i don't even remember if it was <coughs> on the pod or if it was like outside but um i was just like i was just talking about existential stuff where i was gonna go homeless because i was gonna have no money and then I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna have to thug it out in the streets. And then you got, and I remember you and you and Christian were like, who said you had to do it by yourself, dude? We're here <laughs> together. And I'm like, and that's when I was like, oh shit, yeah, I, I forgot that these guys are actual homies. We're not gonna leave. We're ride homeless. or die, bro. I, because I was actually like, yeah, I'm actually just, if like worse comes to worse, shit, shit hits the fan, I'm just gonna have to be in the streets. I'm gonna be homeless, and you're like, "Who's the fuck said you're gonna be homeless?" Well, well, house, we're either housing you or we're all homeless together. There's yeah. no, there's no in between, bro. Yeah. We're not gonna be just like, you know, in our house with air conditioning, and you're just there in your shopping cart and your <laughs> your yard sale sign. Hell yeah, my my crutch. But yeah, <clears throat> one of the things I just remembered. Um, good friends, good friends. If you're broke, you got to find your friends now, because you know. It'll be harder when you're rich. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it isn't. I don't know. Um, would you rather live with one of your friends or would you rather live one of your friend's lives or one of your parents? 
Whoa. I'd live Corbin's life. <laughs> Yo, that's kind of... That'd be kind of cool to see what he's actually experiencing in the day of his life. Bro, imagine being in Corbin's brain and it's just blank. <laughs> oh my gosh. Actually, though, am I... Am I also like... Do I have his brain? Am I like in his conscience or Are am I my Corbin? conscience? You're your conscience and, and Corbin's like body and brain. Uh, okay, because I was thinking about like this motherfucker has like ADHD. So I wonder if I'm just going to space <laughs> the fuck out every single day. I'm not on meds. Yo, maybe, maybe that, that is how it's going to be. And, but, but how would you know if you would yeah, just think you're like, Corbin? Asha, yeah. <laughs> maybe like my conscience is maybe there your soul. Yeah, but like you're still experiencing things as Corbin, but you know that you're soil. <laughs> That's so weird to think about, but his life does seem hella fun. It's just dude. a lot of chatter, and then you see a hot girl, and you just dial in. <laughs> you're like, well, nah. she's cute. She's cute. She's cute. Roblox, 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 Roblox. Oh, Kuya's here. Roblox, 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 Roblox. Oh, no, I'm tired. Roblox. Ro- oh, she's cute. And then that, that's all of his thoughts. Yo, I think that would be a cool life to live, to be honest. <laughs> All right, to answer your question, we'd Roblox both be Corbin. Girls. Hell yeah. That's all Corbin has to worry about because he's 16. <laughs> Damn, remember being 16 and that's all you had to worry about? Uh, I wasn't secure as fuck when I was 16, so all I right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Remember when video games was all we had to worry about? Is like whatever, what gun we were going to like get next? Oh my gosh, I remember just like looking at YouTube videos on guides on how to be the best at the games. Yeah, and then play. us never getting anywhere close. <laughs> Not silver for it was nice to date. Yeah, we never made it past silver, bro. We all sucked ass, <laughs> but it was fun though, and that's what mattered. Uh, yeah, low key, even like the shittiest gamer gamer has like pretty above average reflexes if you think about it. That is true. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just not good anymore at anything. <laughs> like, I spent so much of my time playing video games, I didn't develop any skills to like. Uh, high degree and now i've fallen off because i haven't played games in a while so i'm just like shit i just like low stats all over bro i swear it has helped me with like boxing and like athletic shit because i have like this weird like i don't know like gamer sense or like i have like peripheral sense like i can kind of if i can't see something i can kind of like imagine like what's happening like in a split in a split second like if my guard is up i'm like okay i know he's throwing a one two but i don't know how i just kind of feel it Oh shit! It's more of like a peripheral, like like detection, like motion detection, whatever the fuck. Yeah, so, no, I believe it. Gamers, you gotta get hop onto like some sports because that shit it'll translate in some oh, yeah. way. Yep, yep, I believe it. All right, um, Jacob, TBH, Jacob. I've been dabbling into things recently, like smoking weed, and I'm just que- <laughs> questioning if I should continue or not. Like, I understand the consequences and the dangers, but, like, my job leaves me pretty sore and out of it, and all that helps me feel better and happier. Any advice would help. Uh, just realized this was from two days ago. Um, wow. I would say uh, I, I would say it's probably not good because you're using it as a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wouldn't personally make it a habit because uh, here, here's my perspective. It's expensive. Like, it'll, it'll – those – costs for whatever you know you're doing will accumulate over time christian can vouch he's got a nicotine addiction and he's like yeah this shit is expensive and as a person who's lived around people who use substances um to cope it it stacks up fast like the costs i i'd say you should find a different coping mechanism that's that makes you happy like like one that's probably healthier like going to the gym and stuff like that and also like there's a lot of um effects of weed like if you're below 25 
it makes you it's not an addictive substance but it kind of stunts the part of your brain that develops um that that makes you more susceptible to addiction so mm. it doesn't make you addicted but it it leaves you more more vulnerable to being addicted or having an addictive personality to substances so i wouldn't recommend it i would i'd kind of i'd replace uh your your smoking coping mechanism with like going to the gym or something that that's what i do i just go there i feel tired and then i feel good for the rest of the day that that's what i would do mm, yeah I I want to know what Christian's take would be on this because he's actually had the experience. Oh, of he hates like, nicotine. He hates his addiction, bro. He's like, I wish I never started. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's how that's how um he comes off to me. He's like, I'm I'm gonna stop smoking. He told me he's two days sober today. He said he was talking about that on the pod too, or <laughs> fucking he was gonna quit, but then his cousin's like, we're already fucking here. Just get something. That's that peer pressure, bro. That's yeah, that's funny. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm on the same boat with Paul too. I think, um, um, it just comes down to the fact that a lot of people have different mechanisms for coping, and I just think like weed, uh, is um, it's a more, it's not, it's, it's not a less, very productive one. Yeah, it's not very healthy of a coping mechanism, and like you were talking about how. You know, work is leaving you all stressed out and it's just really messing you up. So I understand that, like, it's really hard when your circumstances are like that, especially like when, like, when you're dabbling with weed and like that's what you've known. So it's kind of hard to just switch and find a different hoping coping mechanism, especially like on the same level that I'd assume weed is giving, uh, like the the pleasure, whatever the brain chemicals that weed is producing that's making you feel good so yeah i definitely understand that's really hard it's going to be a difficult thing to um replace but i also like even so that that's the case i still think that there is um there is still a way to find a better coping mechanism i think that's way more worthwhile to search for than to um you know dabble and get even deeper into the the reliance on on weed so like paul said there's like other things you can do like going to the gym um i think also one of the things that um the coping mechanism what coping mechanisms do is that it's obviously it's it's a way to make you escape your reality and you know there's nothing necessarily wrong with that but I think that when you get to the point where you're just constant, constantly escaping your reality, you kind of, first of all, become accustomed to just running away from your problems. And like when things get really difficult and shit starts to hit the fan, you become accustomed to just escaping from it, which uh, as a result, I think will make you make it a lot more difficult for you to um, handle and learn to deal with difficult situations. Um, and then the, when you're escaping reality, it makes you, it makes it harder for you to solve the problem at hand, like the root of the problem. So, you know, like that's, that's like what, that's my take on coping mechanisms. Usually they're there as an indicator to help you understand that there's something in your life that needs needs to change. And like, sometimes it can be really painful to really face that. And that's why we need coping me- mechanisms so that we don't go insane. But 
I think it's a gradual thing that you need to like kind of it's like a muscle you strengthen your ability to tolerate difficult situations gradually and then um, uh, over time you'll come to not really rely on the coping mechanism anymore because difficult things will be a lot easier for you to handle so just some things to think about i don't really have like i can't really give you suggestions because i don't know what you're into like it's really it really comes down to yourself because you're such a you're everyone's different uh like literally to the core with all the your chemicals your composition so it really is a matter of really understanding yourself and learning things about yourself and just you know it's a it's single player game that you can that you need other people to help you uh make it through if that makes sense yeah that makes sense Uh, a common thought structure i like to visit when making decisions is i like to ask myself does this align with the person that i want to become like when you think about the person like the the best version of yourself you can possibly be does that person that you've you've just imagined does that habit align with that person mm-hmm. and if it's a no then i feel like that should uh that should say something about where you want to be headed it's it also uh like smoking weed the people that align with that I, i've had friends who were stoners i've had like i i don't smoke i've never smoked I, but i've had friends who were like stoners and they would just smoke around me and just do their thing and i've also had um you know, people, I've had gym friends. So I've had stoner friends and I've had gym friends. And I'll tell you this, um, my gym friends have always been the, they, they, I've gotten way more out of that group in that, in that uh, social group than my, my stoner friends have, have given me. Like, they could give you a good time, I guess, but they, they won't really further your progress as a person as much as like a better coping mechanism would. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, w- like working out or even a lot of people, they, uh, they cope with like video games. And I, I'd say that it's probably, I'd say video games are a little bit healthier, healthier than weed. I, I wouldn't say that obviously, um, like moderation is probably like the best thing, but mm-hmm. you know, at least with most video games, it's like a, like a social aspect and it's not like as expensive. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'd say venture into other, um, coping mechanisms uh other than than smoking weed because i feel like uh you know I, I understand like you need to cope with like your stress and whatnot but there there's other other options out there that are probably healthier for you and will probably align with the the person you want to be better mm-hmm. all right last one would y'all rather be in a nuclear fallout um example the fallout game series or in world war z like a zombie apocalypse oh shit zombie apocalypse again <laughs> Um, in nuclear fallout, fallout, you just you're left in your bunker, and in the zombie apocalypse, it's one it just started and you didn't prepare. Shit. Mm. All right, this would be a good one with Christian. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, just like to scratch the surface. Maybe we'll we'll answer it again with Christian, but yeah. Uh, I think I'd want to be in a nuclear fallout just because at this point we've explored the zombie thing Uh quite a bit. So with <clears throat> with a nuclear fallout at it's least more entertaining there's a lot more different variables more to imagine exactly there's also like i'm sure it's really dangerous but at the same time i'm like what kind of like what 
Bro. things can radiation do to the environment and like to the animals that actually end up surviving and like maybe in a more fan fan fantasy sense it'd be way, way more interesting to see like demented fucked up creatures dude imagine like a deer with like eight eyes oh shit and like a gigantic antler that becomes carnivorous holy fuck a carnivorous deer yeah it's no it's no longer the dumbass deer in the headlights oh and when it like when it like screams it's like a fucked up like like a it sounds it it just sounds like otherworldly yo that'd be crazy it's like ah, it like sounds sounds like a a combination of a human dying and then like a deer it sounds like a ufo like laser somehow yo that'd be so that'd be fire and we have to like go out and like see like what we can salvage Yup. Yo, that'd be a cool scenario. Yo, oh, we should we'll, we'll revisit this with Christian because we oh, need shit. we need Christian when we when we do these things. Hell yeah. Christian has a lot of he also has a lot to add. We're all very imaginative. We we like to I realize like that's that's kind of like our, our thing, like our humor is like we like to imagine things. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. I, I like doing that. But yeah, that that was um that was our Q and A for this week. Oh, yeah. We'll revisit that and uh, whenever Christian comes back, mm-hmm. uh, go harass Corbin in the comments. Be like, Corbin, get your ass over here. Stop playing Stop Roblox. Stop playing Roblox, bitch. And then say happy birthday to him right after. But yeah, thank you guys for watching. Um, you know, do all the shit that Christian usually says. Uh, join the Discord, um, and we'll see you guys next week. All right, boys. See you next Bye. week. Hopefully, we'll have Corbin to tell his yeah. stories. Corbin Kiao. Fucking loser Mo playing fucker. Roblox. All right. I wish I could play Roblox with my Me too. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Love you. <laughs> Fuck you. I mean, Fuck love you. you.